Mamacita, spicy Mamacita, welcome, welcome to Uncensored Horror, we are back, it's the spooky season, so we're bringing you lots and lots of scary little goodies this week, this week, this month, this, this, you know, this wonderful festive time of year that's better than Christmas because you get to scare kids, so... That's a plus. That's a plus. We like that. Uncensored Horror is back, and we're doing a little, doing a little. Um, I guess it's week of release. Yeah, it's still the week of yeah. release. Week of release yeah. um, for uh, for a horror movie because we've had a bit of luck with some week of release stuff. So we thought we'd drop in. We have the bodacious Brooke back with us. Say hey, <laughs> and creepy Katie McCarthy to my yeah. side here. She, uh, <laughs> She here as well, and I'm Steve as always. And we are here this week to discuss a brand new film that you do not have to leave your house for. Yay. We like that. We, we like love it when we can in. watch a spooky in your undies, right? Stay, yeah, stay in bed, you know, watch it, watch it, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I, don't, I think it's optional, right? Optional extras. <laughs> Whatever you wear at home is your own business. <laughs> so this week we are talking about brand new but retro horror comedy. Totally Killer. Now, Totally Killer is an Amazon Prime exclusive. So um, if you haven't seen it, get Amazon Prime. Even just get a free trial if you want to watch the like movie. Start your- <laughs> 30-day free trial right now. Yeah, do it, do it. Get along, get along and do it. So there's really no um no pre-discussion to have about how we saw this movie and when we saw this movie because it literally only came out three days ago. So we are we're, we're pretty fresh and on top of it. So before we even jump into it, obviously with a movie that is this recent, not everyone's going to have a chance to see it, so there's going to be a big spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning about this one. So if you haven't seen the film yet, make sure you check out and check back in with us once you've watched it. But we'll give you a little bit of a quick rundown of what exactly to expect from Totally Killer. So as I said, it is a 2023 American black comedy slash slasher film brought to us by Blumhouse Television, which is interesting. And Amazon Prime, you know, Blumhouse are totally trying to get their man hackles on every part of horror. Now they're coming to TV. And this movie starts in the present day with uh, young Jamie, Kid and Shipka, ladies and gentlemen, from Sabrina, the chilling adventures of. Mm. Yay. Exactly. So Sabrina. To... <laughs> I know, right? Come back, oh, to, come back to see oh, Sabrina. Oh, sorry. I'm in my throat. Mm. Who is living <laughs> under the shadow of her mother's, uh, her mother's past. 
Uh, we'll talk more about the actresses and all that kind of stuff in a second. Uh, her mother's friends were murdered back in the 80s in uh, by the Sweet 16 killer on Halloween. On Halloween. So over some consecutive nights at Halloween. But in 2023, the Sweet 16 killer returns to, I guess, finish, you know, unfinished business and take care of Jamie's mother. And Jamie decides that she's going to go back in time to try and save not only her mother's friends, but her mother from the from the, the Sweet 16 killer. That's about as much plot as we'll give you at the moment. <laughs> That's a lot of plot, but it's as much as we'll start with. So to start off with, so happy to see Kid and Chipka in anything. Love. Agree. Right. Love so after after the kind of premature well, ending that was Sabrina. I mean, before we get into that, Brooke, I just have to ask you, that jacket was everything, right? That leather oh. jacket. How much did I love it? <laughs> it was perfect. If it was black, I would buy one. But, um, White leather jacket and fringing. It was it was it was very uh, so eighties. Loved it. I was just thinking of me and Brookie getting matching jackets and just <laughs> wandering like, around. Get one. I'll get a black one. It'll be fine. There we That'd go. Pastel goth and you know, goth goth. I feel like she's she's kind of because she's been acting for so long. I mean, she was in Mad Men when she was a baby child, and now she's she's still in that teenage years, even though she's like she'd be pushing mid to late twenties now. So yeah, but she still conceivably looks like a teenager. She looks I good. Agree. She looks you great. Know, an American teenager, anyway. <laughs> but I was so pleasantly Wait, surprised. What's an Australian teenager. Look no, like? but it, well, you know, like what we have, what we have come to know American teenagers as from television. You know, Wait a 30, second. 34, 34 playing a fifteen-year-old. You're like, ah, yeah. Oh, like, fair enough. Nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, nine hundred two one zero. The Andrea, the Zuckerman effect. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good. The girl we, got it, got it. we loved Andrea. 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 Got it. Got it. I have to say, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> What's an Australian team look like? What am I missing so, here? So, so pleasantly surprised by Julie Bowen. Love like, her too. I, I think she's been on, she'd done Modern Family for so long yes. that you can't help but see her as that character. And, um, She's just, she's so refreshing. Like, she plays, because the, the character of Claire on Modern Family is definitely not the character that we saw in no, this no. one. She, this is this is an uptight mum. This is a, like, you know, mum with tension. And, well, but it was, it was in nice a way, to see. Claire, I mean, Claire uh, Dumpy is very uptight, but she is, uh, <laughs> I'd say, like, in a way, her modern family character is very much like her character in this. I I would say, the way that uh, this character fought back, I I could see Claire kicking someone. That was the that, that was the cool part. She's been like, I've been waiting to die since I was sixteen. <laughs> I was like, I oh, she kicked ass. Yeah, I, I could. See- Favorite lines of the whole movie was, "I've been prepared to die since <laughs> I was sixteen." Yeah. Old. Yeah, like, I, I, 
I could see both yeah. of those characters kicking someone's ass. So ah. I, I think Julie Bowen is just so underutilized. She could be so turned funny. It- Turned it on the head too because that's what I this movie kind of really walks the line between actual horror movie and comedy. It's just like oh, oh, oh. there are there are parts that are genuinely like oh okay that's a bit violent slash how you going yeah. for a comedy like um, but especially in her big fight scene with the mm-hmm. uh, with the killer it was it, she she did well. Oh, she she's got a good it, scream yeah. on us. I was like, "You're oh, yes. good girl. You're a good girl." So let's let's talk about the killer. Let's talk about the sweet sixteen killer. He's um, he's so creepy. He's a creepy dude. He's a creepy oh. dude. You know, I, um, it gave me um, very uh, when you think sweet sixteen, you think you know the fifties and your sweet sixteen, those kind of vibes. Yeah. And that mask kind of gave those kind of um like a retro greaser kind of vibe. That, exactly. That was yeah. the exact word I was looking for was greaser. The yeah. one earring and the ugh. That's mm-hmm. just and I, I like that even though it is like a store bought like kind of looking mask, you've still got that black eyes, like you know, the moment the thing that we all look all right. really uh, are drawn to by Michael Myers and Jason and Scream, like did you, that humanoid but not really human kind of thing. Did you notice the nod to Halloween in this oh, movie? There were lots. There were lots. Well, I, well, I mean, specifically uh, when she's walking and just uh, the killer's just standing in yeah. the background. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Yeah. There were it was a few, very... though. There were yeah. so many. And it was, I, yeah, they, these guys did their horror homework when they made this movie, which was cute. Mm-hmm. It was good to see. It's very, even, very good to see. Even my Matthew, who's obsessed with um, Michael Myers, loves him. He's definitely his mother's son, but he noted all of it. He, he at one point, the scene Katie just spoke about, he's like, Michael Myers? And I'm like, no, Meg. So <laughs> <laughs> right. It's so ingrained in the public's like, but that's a good thing. Like when you're trying to establish these new killers, because that's what everyone's after. They're after the next thing, especially with we talked about it last week. What uh, what happened to Michael Myers at the end of at the end of Halloween ends? There is need for new like new franchises, new killers, fresh takes, and mm-hmm. it's interesting that they're still doing their homework and taking that iconography and making it work. Going, you know this, but do you really know this? Right. <laughs> like later on the movie, she's like, it's like Scream. Oh, wait, that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. But, um, yeah, super cool. And it's... As I again, we were talking about last week on the live show that we did. Multi generational horror is my thing. I love like sins of sins of the past coming back to haunt the kids of today. This is this is going to tick my boxes, like in in the biggest way. But so after her unceremoniously quick, I would have liked maybe a little longer, a little bit more of a chase. But I guess I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? We'll deal with it. After yes, after uh, Pam is murdered horribly, quite horribly actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we 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 finally meet um, 
we've seen these characters are, are sprinkled in. There's a little preamble that explains exactly what happened in 1987 where we meet the three victims of <laughs> they're so smiley <laughs> of the killer of the 616 killer Tiffany, Marissa and Heather and we also meet podcaster Chris Dubassage who is pretty much <laughs> whose famous father is going to win another Pulitzer because he's a reporter um, <laughs> but he's now a podcaster that runs the uh, local crime town tour podcast which he you know narrates and and um edits and runs the tour makes the t-shirts all the good stuff good on him for being an enterprising individual but he was in he was at high school with pam and there's some kind of something going on he messages her during the um the preamble as we meet as we meet everyone but it's yeah uh, this is my vibe i'm like cool I love a multi-generational horror. The thing that kind of didn't really sit and kind of feels a bit crammed in here is the whole time travel thing. (laughs) I, yeah, yeah. It Uh, it had a very happy death day to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, and granted it's, it's Blumhouse, so it's like the same. Yeah, so it's like yeah, pirating its own property. <laughs> right. So it's like this is the happy death day, but it's happy death day. Yeah. I, I like that there's a there's a certain amount of time and all that kind of thing, as with any I'm not really a time travel person when it comes to movies. I'm like but you have to give it the movie, you know, the conceit of its premise. So it was always gonna be a movie about time travel. I, it's just like murder, murder, murder. Oh, you're back at school. There's a science fair. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, you could have, like, I don't know, maybe instead of going to a concert with with her, with the friends, she could have been working on the science fair project and have it something from the beginning. This is tiny. This is tiny, tiny, tiny things. But it just kind of goes death. Horror, serial killers, time travel question mark. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it felt. I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. Oh, it's fun! Don't get me wrong; it's fun, but kind of had a little clunky, maybe. Yeah, I mean, without giving too much away, (laughs) kind of had it figured out. Yeah, really. I didn't. I I kind of, kind of, sort of did, but I didn't see when we get we'll get further in. I didn't see the twist that there was more happening. I'll, I'll say I, I had it halfway figured out because I don't want to yeah. give too much away. Yeah, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. But anyway, Chris Dubassage. <laughs> I'm going to change my name to Dubassage. I think it's very exciting. <laughs> uh, has is you know all about the the story of the sweet 16 killer and meets with uh, Jamie and hands her a note, hands her a note that says, you know, it was given to Pam that says you're next one day. 
So apparently this resurgence of the killer has always been planned and that Pam is the one escaping member of the posse that made it out 30 years ago. All your friends, as she said, all your friends got murdered 30 years ago. Can you just get over it? It's like, wow. Wow. Okay. God. She plays a bitch well. Let's put it that way. Wow. I'm going to slap that. So, yeah. They go to, uh, what, what's the play? What is the, the theme park called? Now I've forgotten. Like, Billy's uh, Billy Billy Beaver Billy's something. Boardwalk. Billy's Boardwalk. Thank you. There we go with a beaver with Billy the Beaver, right? Billy the Beaver yeah. says, "Have fun." Yeah, Billy the Beaver oh, says, "Have fun." Have fun. <laughs> Very fun <laughs> nights at Freddy, but we might talk about that later. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So uh, they, I, I do like that they are um, kind of having a nod on the meta as well. They're like. It's just me, like, why are we having our school's a science fair in the most haunted place in town? Like redevelopment. It's like, yeah, cool. It's nice. The gentrification is everywhere. Reclaiming spaces. It's cute for them. So <laughs> at the night of the science fair, the killer decides it's time to strike and as opposed to getting, well, she got Pam. Now he's after Jamie for some reason. That's very, you know, that's a bit Sydney Prescott too, I guess, isn't it? Killed your mother, now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> we're we're getting, into, we're getting into some some scream territory, but uh, she decides. I, I think she decides, and is kind of accidentally forced back in time. Let's be honest; it's kind of a happy coincidence, really. Yes, like she was going to do it, but then the knife got forced, and then she is. Thrown back, my friends, to 1987. I love my one of my favorite things about this movie is, and it was in the trailer when she walks out. She goes, What year is it? 1997. I know, I haven't even tried coke yet. <laughs> they don't uh, know, it's okay, they don't know. <laughs> that smoking mother <laughs> would a weirdo wear Gloria Vanderbilt. Uh, like, what is that? She's she was funny. Wear she <laughs> is, she is like, I love a bit part that just kind of comes and steals it, steals it away. So, uh, yeah, Jamie, I love just the, the social commentary as well, is the mix of, you know, uh, modern day sensibilities and the 80s when <laughs> she rocks up and it's the, it's the Redskins, aren't they? The, the football yeah, team's the Redskins. Here comes yeah. the racism. <laughs> Just oh, like, the are, your shirt is so problematic. Yeah. yeah. I, lo I love your shirt, I babe. Love your shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but how, how we grew we we all grew up with I remember going, um, it was Granny Mays here in Australia. <laughs> but um I it was um uh, what was uh, <laughs> Katie, what's the what's the American version? The store with all the booby t shirts and the the store with all the Spencers, yeah, probably Spencers, yeah. So like a Spencers gifts kind of moment. Like we, uh, we as uh, I'm, I'm a child of the eighties. <laughs> um, yeah, Katie, not so much. The arse end I was of the eighties. Yeah, just. the arse end of the eighties. Just. <laughs> I remember like, those those t shirts were prevalent, and you know, um, 
still are in some parts of the world. <laughs> but it was it was very good in putting us straight where we need to be. And just the sheer, the sheer fact that she could walk up to the office and go, I'm transferring in, blah, 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 blah. Do you need? She's like, <laughs> office lady's like, yeah. <laughs> just hands of a schedule. I'm not really a gym kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> I love her line was... about like walking on an airplane right now or something like that. Yeah, yeah walking on an airplane must be crazy right now. <laughs> it's um I love how they captured that I don't give a fuck attitude <laughs> of the 80s though. I loved that. I loved how they did that. But it it was more of an innocent time. Like we didn't yeah, know like... what was coming. We didn't know what was coming. Everyone thought that, you know. <laughs> You could just People smoke on nice. a plane and everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can smoke. smoke with your kids in the car and the windows up. And yeah, it's, 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 I, one of my favorite shots is the is the that car pulling away, the little girl going, just her little tiny face as she like in the car full of smoke. It's like, oh, poor little thing. <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> gym class scene was just so freaking real. It was. <laughs> was sure. it? Like because even in, well, even in the 90s, yeah, dodgeball was just brutal. Dodgeball, dodgeball <laughs> is the great leveler of everyone, I think. Dodgeball is really the great is. leveler. Yeah. <laughs> so she's in, she's in 87 and she's trying to track down her mother, who she assumes, judging from her modern day mother, is, you know, the Mother Teresa of a high school. Little does she know... <laughs> That Pam is head of the Mollies. Now the Mollies themselves, that is a brilliant concept. I love that. <laughs> they all dress like different versions of Molly Ringwald. It's like, yes. Yes, please. What screams 80s more than, than the Mollies? <laughs> you're and she's like, you're out, bitch. I'm like, oh God, that's like she is yeah. there's a lot of hairspray going on there to start with, but um, you know, gotta love that. that oh, it, yeah. <laughs> I love that how specific she is. Yes, I'm from Canada, and everyone's just like, oh, okay, that's gotta be made up. It's gotta be made up. I love Randall Park and. Everything, everything he does, everything he does, he uh, does it so flawlessly. He is just so deadpan and so funny. Even He's in perfect. Young Rock, I loved him in Young Rock. He was so good. Loved everything he's done. Everything. <laughs> he just, he can just do a deadpan, just straight delivery so perfectly. He's just so funny. I love him. <laughs> I do love that now she's she's trying to um you know placate herself and find her place in 1987. So what does she do? She befriends her best friend's mother. It's like, yeah. let's go for it. Let's go for it. She manages to find Amelia's mother, uh, Lauren, and you know the whole conceit of the movie is that Lauren actually invented time travel and just never saw it through. So um, Amelia, her daughter, and Lauren, her, the mother, are really responsible for everything that goes on here. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I can't deal just with the whole um, 
the slips that she like she's like oh, mom 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 mama sita so awkward i'm just like and she she plays that well i like you forget that chili adventure sabrina had its funny moments as well like it was a it was a bit of a dark show at times let's be honest mm. but it does have, have its comedy so she has comedy chops it's just good to see her her using them and it's yeah it made me happy it made me happy i like kid and she's a she's a good girl mm-hmm. she's a good girl the, so the plot to, uh, you know, really save her mother is going to be a little bit trickier because mum's a raging bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tells her to fuck I, off in Spanish. I love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Three years of Spanish, bitch. <laughs> Walks away. I'm like, yes. I think I would have been a Molly. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I, I, I would have been Jamie. I, 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 would have been, I would have been the one being told to fuck off in Spanish. <laughs> so she finds she finds an assistant. She finds an assistant in Lauren, and they manage. Oh, and Doug. Let's be honest. Doug. We'll come back to Doug later. Uh, they and manage to infiltrate a party where. Uh, Tiffany, the host, is the first victim, or is supposed to be the first victim of the Sweet 16 killer. She's on a timeline. They've got three days to get this done and dusted. Save mum and head back to the future. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Back to the Future? Yeah. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. But, um... (laughs) I love the, 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 she's like, who is that? And like, oh, that's your dad. This is a very Back to the Future moment <laughs> when her young, the younger version of her dad gets out of the pool. I was like, <laughs> yeah. The adult actor that plays her dad. I love him too. I can't think of his name. Um, scary movie and everything. The scary movies and all that kind of stuff, isn't it? He's- He's so funny. He's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> he, and, yeah, he's he's one of those like, oh, I know him. He's in like everything, but you can't. Think Lachlan Munro is his name. Okay. Oh, he's, he's Canadian. So, I'm not going to remember that. He's, he's Canadian, so but he was he's in so a lot funny. of so he was in a lot of scary, yeah, scary movie. Little man, Riverdale, <laughs> white chicks. Like he's Dad, very you, much. Yeah, what are you wearing? I'm Zach Efron. I'm Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude. Dude, no. But he, like, the funny thing, and that's what I like about these movies, and especially Riverdale as well, they play these characters, these former teen heartthrobs, because he was that that kind of turn off Kenny out of the pool guy in the in the 90, late 90s slash early 2000s, and now he's dad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. We old. That's all right. We can deal with that. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. As long as they're still there to look at. <laughs> so house parties haven't changed by the looks of them. Like that's a pretty standard house party. Everyone's making out. Everyone's doing the do. But no BJ. No, no BJ. You know what I, I love? I love 
we can't be in my room because they're doing anal again. Anal. <laughs> yeah, they're doing anal again. <laughs> they're doing anal in my bedroom. Just so casual about it. <laughs> I don't well, it, was the, it was the 80s. It was a new new exciting thing to do as well. Remember? Ooh. Don't get blowjobs. Okay. You pee out they're of that thing. Anal. <laughs> yeah, he's getting so excited thinking he's like, yeah, and she's talking about the, the wine coolers. Yeah, I. They were still. They. uh, They're not still in circulation over there anymore, are they, Katie? I think they are. I. I have very fond memories of of my first. My first American. Did you not? No, my my very first American trip when I was twenty-one. I was drinking those. I'm like, ooh, BJ's, (laughs) Bartles and James, get out! Oh God. Loved it. I'm looking this up. <laughs> of all the trashy drinks you drank over here, those weren't one of them. <laughs> no, I have had. I've definitely had them. Definitely nope, had them before. Oh no, they are. Yep. Oh, there's, there you go. There's hope. I'll, there's I'll hope. look for some when I'm there next year. <laughs> I was going to say, when you guys are over here again, we'll make sure. Uh... <laughs> Bottles and James for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. even though Jamie is able to get into the party. Sort of. <laughs> she, gets, she gets. I love that she just keeps getting picked up and just thrown out. So physical, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't that. That thing burps at her. Grace yep. just walked in and goes, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> like, you never you mind, that. child. You go back to bed. <laughs> but I was like, this kid, poor Jamie. She tried. But so poor Tiffany still gets murdered, and quite graphically. Yes. Quite. Gra- this is what I mean. Like we have these moments of comedy, like and big comedy. Like laugh. I laughed out loud a fair few times in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like juxtaposed with these, it doesn't pull the punches. I'm guessing this is a P, maybe not PG thirteen, but it's not like it's, R rated R, is it? It's M. Oh, it's it was an M. This is R. Oh, it's all, okay. They didn't pull oh, away from. So soft. They didn't hell. pull away, but their their R their R is our M rated. Their R is our M, so it's all good. Um, they didn't pull away from the night from the stabs and all that kind of thing, which is which is nice, you know. I think you come to a serial killer movie expecting a few stabs, and we we gotta be honest. I was counting them, and not once did I see sixteen. Like every time. Well, no. To be fair, he did miss twice, so there was a lovely waterbed, yeah. <laughs> like water That's art great. shooting out of the waterbed. I mean, I've always wanted to do it on a waterbed. <laughs> <laughs> I had a waterbed as a I child. I had a waterbed too. I kind of uh, miss I it, actually. I, I, I don't miss, miss my waterbed. I, I mine was heated. Ooh. I have trouble enough getting out of a normal bed. Turn the oh, heat God. on in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, you're an old lady. <laughs> oh, no. Look, I can't talk. I got a cramp this morning, and uh, now I can't walk. So my sciatica. My uh, my calf has has decided to go, you know, out to lunch and not talk to anyone. So it'll be interesting to see if I can walk when I get up. <laughs> it's all good. So once there is the first horrible murder. <laughs> The group decide they should stick together because Jamie's 
psychic <laughs> and knows what's going to happen in the future. Uh, we see the first, like, the little bit of disparity between um, Pam and the other Mollies, how they have a track record of, let's just say, not niceness. That, that, you know, shit. I feel sorry for Fat Trish. You can't, cause you can't, you can't call her Fat Trish. You can't call her Fat Trish. <laughs> like, not oh. anymore. She's dead. <laughs> yeah, well, not anymore. She's dead. It's just very, so black. Like, the humor in this is so dark. Like, oh. That's true. She's probably not fat anymore either. Let's be honest. She's just Trish. The, the bones of Trish. But they decide to get away for the next birthday and get out of town, you know, be safe. We're going to birthday condo, bitch. <laughs> okay, cool. And um, poor Jamie falls asleep. Oh, <laughs> she's tired. When they wake up in the forest, <laughs> you know, the the what the place the one place you want to be when there's a serial killer on the loose. Isolated um, cabin in the forest. You know, the 80s. There's never been a horror movie set in the eighties in the woods. No. no. Ever. <laughs> you Ever. know, with a with a with a truck full of boys behind you and alcohol. It's fine. Totally. It's, fine. it's everything's gonna end so well. So well for them. <laughs> but they I like this is where, you know, I think in most time travel movies we are always told don't do this don't do that don't touch that you know don't step on the mosquito and alter the, <laughs> the course of history don't this is where it kind of all that gets like really thrown out the wall <laughs> yeah, these people aren't supposed to be there it's just meant to people are meant to die in specific orders in specific locations and we are we're really messing that right up especially here it's like oh okay you're not gonna die here. We're gonna mm. die out of order. That's okay. This one was a little violent, especially when they threw her down the stairs. Oh, Oy. that was—that would have oh. hurt, man. There's a lot of that lately, though. A lot of people are getting thrown down staircases. It's like we're going back to Jamie Lee. That's what it is. We're going back to poor Laurie Strode getting thrown down the staircase, and um. The BJ, well, <laughs> no more, no more BJ's here either. <laughs> Pee out of those things. <laughs> Pee no, out of those things. Out of those things. I'm going to use that line. I also, my, you know, you're going to have, I'm making a cocktail in true teenage form. Uh, vodka with a splash of juice. And then she puts more vodka in. <laughs> you might go have sex in the hot tub. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I'm not good at foreplay, so you're gonna have to use the jets for that. <laughs> like, okay. okay, and she's just okay. living her best life, living her best life before the murder starts. You know, changing the timeline. Heather is unceremoniously murdered, but not before the rest of the group get involved in a big way. Everyone's getting like punched in the face, stabbed in the chest, like. It gets it gets very free for all here, and in an interesting way. So now that the DNA, the DNA is the best thing. I have the DNA. The oh yeah, sure. We'll put it in the DMA database. Sure, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Throws it on the ground. Anyway, it's great. 
we've got to preface this with in the uh, in the real world in the the modern day world, I guess. We'll present time. Yeah, present time. Present timeline. Present timeline. Amelia has figured out that you know time travel has happened and has managed to get get a racing game off. Uh, was it? Where did she, she buy off uh, Amazon? Craigslist. There we go. I got from yeah, Craigslist. That's a bit. Uh, surely it'd be Amazon Prime these days. Like, that's that is Craigslist really that? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I have. I have not heard any Craigslist. The time of Craigslist references. seems like it may have come and gone, but that's all right. I feel like that died with the Craigslist killer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fun's over. <laughs> But Chris Dubasage and uh, Lauren are trying, desperately trying to get to the past so they can bring her back to the future, as it were, <laughs> as it were. Because this is where we figure out our time, along with our phone. Bat- now, this is a good phone. This is a good iPhone. That battery is not going to need recharging for three days. I was going to say because look, mine lasts half a day. So I was like, I know, I right? Whatever one that is. That must be a, a good slash um, fresh phone. Because, you know, when, when your phone's fresh and it holds the charge forever, and then by the end of it, you're like, I'm charging this every two seconds. Yes. I'm plugged in right now. Oh, yeah, like I'm constantly plugged in. It's okay. Thanks, Apple. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, they've got to get their lightning charges soon. So, you know, the great leveler. Great level it will happen. We get to our, I guess, big event, the event night on Halloween. How cool. The group reconvenes at uh, Billy's Boardwalk. And while Lauren works on turning the the Gravitron, well, it's called a Gravitron here in Australia. Yeah. And I must say, I have never been on one. <gasps> really? Yep. I, I so made my childhood... Fun. Made my childhood through, never got on it. Have you been on this amusement park ride, Katie? I don't do fast rides. No, baby. I went. I loved it. I love those kinds of things. Love them. It's it's very, very prominent at any, like, you know, state fair slash show. There's always one of those rides there, you know. Which is a good conceit, universality, you know. We're going to use that and the force to, you know, burst the time stream back open and throw her back back to the future <laughs> for those counting. <laughs> uh, so Chris and Amelia in the, in the present day are fixing the time machine when they realise the timeline is changing. The murders are taking place in different times that they didn't realise, and certain posters are cha- <laughs> a waterbed away. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best name for a band I've ever heard in right. my life. A waterbed away, <laughs> it's so cool. I'm ready for their next album. So <laughs> they've decided that they are not going to play into the hands of the Sweet Sixteen Killer. We are going to lure him out. Well, kind of. <laughs> Let's talk about the haunted dollhouse for a second. Dollhouse of horrors. 
Dollhouse of Horrors. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because, no, <laughs> just in general, no. I, I love it. I think it looks like fun. The whole conceit is like, just go in there like you're going to blow someone. It'll be okay. Just giving a casual blowjob. You've done it. She's like, I'm just going to blow someone. Just Just casual. That's her motivating force. I love. I love. I love her walking past and going, "Ooh, I had those panties." (laughs) I know. I had those panties. I had those panties. She's great. She's a great actress. Like, good one to keep alive. That's that tick. I like it. Yeah. Did a great job. <laughs> um, let's all right, so we haven't really talked about Kara, but Kara is is the modern day sheriff of the town, and like everyone else in this movie, she has, you know, a past counterpart who is a stoner, like the biggest stoner. I love the like the difference between weed as well was great. Look at all these sticks and dirt. <laughs> I could give you I a gummy to 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. It was a nice little social commentary on, you know, the progression of weed. <laughs> the progression of weed. But Kara, like, is very upset about being A, left out, and B, uh, being a suspect, given that she is the sheriff's daughter and really takes matters into her own hands. With the help of her father, who gives her a real life scythe to wander around the fair with. I'm like, could you imagine just someone with an actual scythe wandering through? So she does manage to skewer the Sweet 16 killer as he's trying to kill everyone and doing a pretty good job, too. This guy's pretty intense. Uh, it's revealed to be Doug the modern-day principal of the school and uh, past, you know, collaborator. He seems like that straight-A, like, straight-down-the-line, you know, I'm I'm a, a good guy, kind of don't rock the boat. But he was, he was the boyfriend of Fat Trish. The boyfriend of Fat Trish, whose braces got stuck together. <laughs> like making is... out the back of the bus. I know. Like so, it, it's it does sit in well with all of those um, revenge fantasy movies as well. So like your uh, sleepaway camps, urban legend, urban legend, all that. But I'm I'm thinking of like eighties stuff. So. Right, it's nice that they cool. kind of went that way. I didn't went see Doug coming. I didn't see Doug coming. I, I did not see Doug. Uh, I wasn't yeah. sure who it was who it was going to be. I was like, okay, this mm. is interesting. Um, and Marissa reveals that she and Tiffany and Heather got Trish drunk because they wanted to find out if she had slept with the coach because there was a rumor going around that she had slept with with the high school uh, coach she got very upset and she drove home and that's how she died she uh she had a, a car accident and jamie is utterly like upset like that her mother mama sita <laughs> ay, 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 would let that happen <laughs> 
but it's revealed that Pam wasn't present because she'd had a fight with the rest of the Mollies about how nasty they were being to people. And this is why we're wondering, well, this is where she reveals the note. Why, why 30 years later, then, is someone after you? As a second killer appears and slits Marissa's throat. Rape whistle, rape whistle. I love it. She's going down. She's pressing that rape alarm going down. Going like, (laughs) this is where I was like, what? I was like, second killer? I didn't didn't pick it. Straight away. So, um, and they are definitely after Jamie. So, it's someone who knows Jamie. Someone who knows what Jamie is there for. And poor, poor Norm Dubsage gets stabbed in the fucking head on live TV. <laughs> Keep recording because the conceit is as long as the the, uh, the 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 news truck is going, we're getting some sort of Wi-Fi signal, and then the gravitron on the ride is powering the time machine. So as long as both of those things keep happening, she can get back to where she's from. Back to the future. I love the scrambling as he gets stabbed in the head and they're like, keep rolling! Keep, <laughs> keep rolling! rolling. <laughs> true, in true, true news form, Dubisage gets stabbed in the brain <laughs> and, and they go, yeah, go toe for toe. And we think that this is going to be like, you know, our moment where we get girl... <laughs> Final girl versus killer. But no. Jamie has to um has to have a, a visitor with Pam joining her because she was trying to save her new friend while Jamie's trying to save her mother by not getting her fucking killed. As the ride as the ride, you know, kicks off and things get a little bit hard when centrifugal force is involved and you start getting slammed against walls. It's cute. The killer is revealed <gasps> as Chris Dubassage. Oh no! <laughs> Podcast host Supreme, and he reveals that there was never a note. The note was never, ever, ever intended for poor Pam. Poor Pam just died. There's, oh, there was really. There's no, there's no reason why Pam got that, except this guy's, you know, this guy's ego. People stopped, you know, being interested in his podcast and his tours and whatnot. So you've got to start the next generation of terror, as it were. There's a nice little fight scene with uh, with some knives and stuff, and I love that he gets nailed with literally nailed with a oh, nail gun in the it. chest. I was like, oh my god. And mm. as he is thrown out of the out of the machine, he turns into a, a layer of pink <laughs> pink dust, which is as it was said, just blood and blood and bones. That's about it. That's cute. We are returned. We are returned to the to the future. As it were. <laughs> a couple of hours before the murder of Pam. And everything is okay. Well, kind of okay. Luckily, <laughs> there has been a record kept of 
things that have changed that she needs to uh, do a bit of research on. Jamie finds uh, Jamie finds another very attractive, very attractive man that captures her her attention. And her best friend's mother informs her that that is your thirty four year old brother, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> We're both named wait, Jamie. Wait, <laughs> Colette. <laughs> I love the face on Colette. She's like, so she needs to start reading. <laughs> That's where we wrap up because you can't fuck around without getting named Colette. Apparently, we get we get out. Of course, you know our obligatory "Where are they now?" moments. Everyone's pretty happy except for the uh, modern day Dubassage is missing, right? He's 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 in India somewhere, maybe. Mm-hmm. Question mark. Maybe for next Halloween. <laughs> But that's the end. That is the end. We made it all the way through to eighty-seven and back. And look, it was a fun little ride. As I said, I am not a time travel girly. It's not really my bag. But I think the strength of the comedy and the the parts that were actually horror horror really made it work for me. I, I can go okay. Bit of time travel. We get that. That was my. <laughs> That was my issue with that was my issue with the second Happy Death Day, is that the first one was a horror movie, the second one was just literally a time travel movie with not many horror elements left in it. So I I was yeah I was about it. It is retreading old ground a little bit for Blumhouse, but it's it's their projects. They you know they're their projects. They can do what they want. But Keenan Shipka, yes. Julie Bowen, yes. Basically, the whole cast of the 80s were great. There wasn't really any weak links in the cast. It was funny when it needs to be. It was scary when it needs to be. I think this one's a good movie to put on if you have friends over at at Halloween. Just maybe something, a little background, have a drink, have a little eat, have something, just chill out and watch. What about you, Brooke? What's your final thoughts? I, I, I did actually really enjoy it and I tend to agree with you where it was just that like really easy to watch. It wasn't, there were bits that made me go, ooh, there were bits where I laughed um, and I'm not normally a comedy horror kind of person. I don't understand. They should not normally be in the same movie, but they did it well. I feel like they did it really, really well. So I enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, Katie, we've, we've kind of... um spoiled things for you because you didn't make it all the way through <laughs> through yet. Are you gonna go watch the ending after all of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but kind of when I first turned this on, I kinda of had Chris pegged. I'm like, oh yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> Okay. I mean But it, it, it it's got you interested enough that you want to see how it wraps up. Yeah, I mean yeah. like as soon as like it turned on, it's it's let's be real folks, it's always the podcaster. <laughs> if the podcaster isn't horribly murdered if if we aren't murdered within the first like hour we're probably the killer sorry 
I kind of figured he had something to do with it in some way, shape, or form, but the way it's explained, sorry, my pussy's going wild. Um, I can't. <laughs> um, but the way it was explained, I, I like that kind of twist, but um, I did make it up to Doug, and I didn't see Doug coming. There you go. So it's nice that we can we are seasoned horror people, and you can still surprise us. It's nice to still have some surprises every now and then, and get a get a little fright, get a little laugh, and get something fresh at Halloween, which is cool. We love that. If you have something fresh for us, we would love to hear it as well. We are seeking submissions again this year. We're going to do another Halloween. Uh, episode. So we want your scary stories. So if you've ever had something creepy or weird happen to you, a friend or a family member, you can share your story either on video, audio, or email and make an appearance on this year's Halloween special. Ooh, girl. Submissions are going to close on October the 30th, no matter where you are in the world. Yay. And you can send those to myuncensoredradio at gmail.com. Always fun to, you know, get some different stories and different. It doesn't have to be supernatural. Everyone's like, I don't have a ghost story. I'm like, it doesn't have to be a ghost story. We just reviewed a slasher. Mm -hmm. if, you, if your mother went back in, if your child went back in time to save their mother and stuff like that, tell us, you know. If you had a close call with a serial killer, tell us. We'd love to hear. That's the kind of people we are. We live it. We live it. We you love it. We move it. Yeah. Faces of Death 14. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> so until next time, we have been the creepy critters of Uncensored Horror. Thank you for joining us, Katie. Thank you for joining us again, Brooke. And it has been Ufundabar. Stay creepy, kids. And we'll see you again real, real soon. Bye. Just think, just think, if she'd done BJ's, none of this would have ever happened. <laughs> Please don't let everyone. that be the moral. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.